Hello, friends. Just wanted to drop another quick mini musing. Been thinking a lot about something this week uh, from this week's study and chapters. So, dive right in here. What I've been thinking about is joy uh, and how many times the word joy is mentioned in this week's study has really been standing out to me. So, uh, to start, I, I went to the Gospel Library app and I searched the word joy. Now, if you're familiar with the Gospel Library app, you can search whatever you're, whatever page you're on. So if you're in a specific chapter on a specific page, you can search that page. But if you're in, say, if you just open up the Book of Mormon and you haven't picked a book of the Book of Mormon yet, you can search the entire Book of Mormon and only within the Book of Mormon. Or you can search the entire app. But I went to search joy, and I typed in joy, and then the options drop down, and it's like, you know, search joy or joy in, it starts like looking through the app and finding things that have the word joy in it, right? But one of the top options is to search whatever page you're on or whatever book you're in. And so I was in the Book of Mormon. And so it says, find joy in the Book of Mormon, period. Not not really a period, but it's a statement. And because it's just saying, it's a suggestion from the app saying, is this what you're trying to do is search joy in the Book of Mormon? But it says, find joy in the Book of Mormon. And that, I, for whatever reason, I just love that. And um, because it's like, yes, yes, please, I want to find joy. Yes, I do find joy in the Book of Mormon. Thank you. Um, but anyway, so I, so I searched it in the Book of Mormon, and it, I found out that the word joy is said, or some form of the word joy, 68 times in the Book of Mormon. Well, from Alma chapters 23 through 29, what we're, stu- what we're studying this week, the word joy is said 27 times. It's 40% of the mentions of joy come from these chapters. And so why this stood out to me, well, several reasons, but I mean, a big reason is because who is saying it? What are these people? Who, what have they been through? Let's, you know, you read it, but the context is important. What have they just gone through? What has just happened? Why are they feeling the joy? So Alma in chapter 29, he's feeling joy because he's of the success of, of preaching the gospel from him and from Ammon and his brothers, from seeing the con- converted Lamanites, the joy of seeing people converted from the preaching of the word. Ammon in chapter 27, or excuse me, 26, very similar. Uh, and as a matter of fact, three of the chapters in these in this section, 23 through 29, are the number one, number two, and number three in terms of the number of times they mention joy in the Book of Mormon. Who else is mentioned and who else is talks about joy? Well, it's the anti-Nephali, has the people of Ammon, these converted Lamanites. So let's look at, at these different people individually for a minute, these groups of people, and what did they go through? Alma and Amulek in Ammonihah had witnessed terrible atrocities just before all this happened. This mention of joy. Um, I mean, a relatively short amount of time before. They had seen women and children burned alive. They had seen... Their God made a made a that made the people of Ammonihah make a mockery of God. They had been put into prison, stripped naked, beaten, starved, right? Well, Ammon's brothers, same type of thing when they were in when they were thrown into prison. Uh, the people of Ammon, the anti-Nephi-Lehi's, witnessed their f- husbands and fathers and brothers and uncles slaughtered on a battlefield. They'd lost a thousand, more than a thousand of them when they went out and just 
to, and got on their knees and the Lamanites killed them. In chapter 28, the biggest battle um, that had occurred up to that, that this point in the Book of Mormon history uh, of all the people of Lehi. So for nearly 550 years, from the history of the people of Lehi in the Promised Land, the biggest battle, the most deaths, thousands and thousands of Nephites and Lamanites, both sides. And yet this is the section, these that right in this time frame, is when joy is mentioned the most. I mean, what else? They, these are people who had got just, they'd gone through such difficult, hard times, the refiner's fire. Plus, they didn't even have like, you know, indoor plumbing or an awesome Come Follow Me podcast to listen to. Wink, wink. Just kidding. But but really, like, look, think about like their circumstances, though, really. And the lives that they had led, the, the, the hardships they had had to wade through. And yet joy is mentioned over and over and over. So a, a quote from President Nelson has been coming to my mind this last week or so, quite a bit. And basically said that our joy in life isn't based upon what is or is not happening in our life. It's based upon our faithfulness and our obedience to God. And if we're faithful and obedient, we can have that joy right now. And that's what I get out of these chapters. That's one of the biggest things I get out of these chapters is that the joy of the saints. And if you think back to Enos, when he went into the wilderness and he would remember his father Jacob speaking about the joy of the saints and it sunk deep into his soul. And in 2 Nephi 9, you can read a little bit about Jacob, his father, talking about the joy of the saints. But what I get out of these chapters in Alma is that joy, the joy of the saints. That doesn't... It's not the joy of the dead saints who are in paradise. It's the joy of the saints now, right now, today. No matter what goes on in our life and in the world, no matter what upheavals and uh, signs of the times may come and will come, joy, joy in the gospel can be had by because of Jesus Christ because he overcame all of it, every single thing. So whatever upheaval, whatever hardship at large in the world, in terms of turmoil in the world, but even more importantly, whatever turmoil in your heart, in your life, in your family, in your every day, he overcame it. And he can give you the peace and joy right now. All, you have to, all we have to do is follow him. As that's the invitation. The invitation to come follow me is, is a twofold invitation. It's an invitation to walk where he walked, which goes, the, which path lead, leads directly through Gethsemane and to Golgotha. And if you've listened to my podcast in the past, I mentioned this. And it's not that we're going to feel what he felt, but to be a disciple of Christ, we're going to pay a token. So the invitation to come follow him is an invitation to walk a hard path. But in a worldly sense, and you look at it, it doesn't make sense. But the things of God are foolishness to man. Because the other, the other fold, I keep saying it's twofold, the other fold of the invitation to come follow me is an invitation to joy and peace right now. Uh, and it's something that I, I have to remember. I struggle to remember. And it's why it's been probably on my mind so heavily and so 
uh, heavily is not the right word, but just on my mind so much the last week or so. And I wanted to share with all of you. So find joy in the Book of Mormon. Yes, it's there. In, in as much as it, it is the Book of Mormon carries an invitation to follow Jesus Christ. And that is where ju- true joy in this life can be found. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, look forward to chatting with you soon. Continue your, studiers, uh, continue your studies. I hope you're really enjoying this week. Enjoying. Get it? Didn't mean to do that, but that was too good to pass up. And we'll talk soon.